Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A human being comes largely unformed. Only 10% is fixed, 90% is left loose. This is what human beings are suffering. Human beings are not suffering their bondage. Human beings are suffering their freedom. You are free to make yourself whichever way you want. See, no other creature on the planet is referred to as a being. Only you are referred to as a being. So, everybody knows this, that they need to be pleasant. It is not an idea or a philosophy. It is a longing. Life is longing to be experiencing life pleasantly, isn't it? Where do you draw your inspiration from? Do you just draw it from within, from yourself, or do you find inspiration? I, I'm in not inspired. I'm things? a very lazy guy. People keep me busy. What the hell to do? <laughs> I am not inspired about anything. I'm. Very lazy, but people are not letting me enjoy my laziness, they just keep me busy. So I stay lazy in my head, nothing happening in my head. Physically, I am active in the world. So, this idea of being inspired means you are motivated. That means in some way you're prejudiced. No, life is happening exuberantly within you also. Your heart is beating, right? Check, check it out and tell me. Feels like it. Heart is beating, lungs are operating, liver, kidney, spleen, every damn thing is working. How much work is happening? So, does it need any inspiration? No, it just needs some ingestion to keep it alive, that's all. So, once you're alive, aliveness is exuberance. So, I'm exuberant and still at the same time within myself, on one level, I'm absolutely still. Stillness can be socially transmitted as laziness. I'm absolutely lazy deep inside of me, I do nothing. On the surface, I'm exuberant. If there's something to do in the world, I do because I have nothing to gain, nothing to lose anyway. Anyway, nothing to gain, nothing to lose, so what is needed, you do. So people think I'm inspired, no, I'm not inspired, nor am I motivated by something, no. When you're joyful and blissful by your own nature, what to do? You will do what is needed. 
If you're miserable, you will be in pursuit of your happiness. If you're <laughs> constantly blissed out, then what do you do? You do what is needed. Whatever people ask, Sadhguru, what about this? Okay, let's do it. What about that? Let's do it. <laughs> when you do something, you better do it well, so do the best that you can. But I think that's the question that a lot of people have is, how do they know what's needed? How do you know what's needed? There's probably a lot of demands for your time and energy. How do you know what's a priority? Uh, see, everybody knows what is needed in the world. The most important thing needed is right now, we need pleasant human beings. Where should it start? With yourself. <laughs> At least you become peaceful, joyful, loving. At least this much you become. Rest we will see what to do. This… because there's only one problem on the planet, human being, isn't it? Human being is the flower of evolution, the peak of evolution. In terms of life, the heap of life that is there from microbial life to complex manifestation of life on this planet, you are on top of the world. But human beings are not experiencing their life like they are on top of the world. They are in the depths of misery compared to any other crea creature. All other creatures, if you just provide them with the food that they need, they are all fine. A human being is miserable if he doesn't have food. If you give him food, he will feed his misery further. Simply because for all other creatures, nature has fixed their way of being. Nature has fixed how they should be. How a grasshopper should be, how a tiger should be, how an elephant should be, nature has fixed at least ninety percent of their life. Only ten percent latitude may be there for individual animals to find some expression for themselves. If you know how to be, would you like to keep yourself in the heights of pleasantness or unpleasantness? Tell me. Pleasantness. Pleasantness. So all the advertisements are about this only because people have given up how to be pleasant here. They are trying to export themselves somewhere and there are advertisements saying somewhere up there, there is a heaven where the utmost pleasantness will happen, peace will happen, joy will happen, bliss will happen, love will happen, everything is up there. This is because you have given up that you could be pleasant here. <laughs> so if you export everything that's wonderful about a human being to another place, the world doesn't become better. We need to understand that whatever qualities that you're ascribing to God and whatever else that you have imagined in your mind, these are all qualities which are very essential for a human being to live a sensible life on this planet. You want to be peaceful? See, it's like this. Pleasantness means what? If your body becomes pleasant, we call this health. Do you want it? Ask all your people who are uh, looking for inspiration, do they want help? Of course, of course. They must say… No, they don't say of course, you must say clearly yes. Because in of yes. course there is a, you know, a latitude for no <laughs> You want health. If this body becomes very pleasant, we call it pleasure. That also you need? Yes. If your mind becomes yes. pleasant, we call this peace. Yes. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it joy. That also is needed. If your emotions become pleasant, we call this love. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it compassion. If your energies, your life energies become pleasant, we call this blissfulness. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it ecstasy. If your surroundings become pleasant, we call it success.
only to create pleasantness in your surroundings. You need the cooperation of the people and the forces which are around you. But to create pleasantness of body, mind, emotion and energy is one hundred percent your business. If this much everybody takes care of, then what to do in the world we can see. If there's something to do, we will do, otherwise let's take a walk, let's climb a tree or go swim or just sit still, do whatever the hell you want. But the important thing is, your life should be pleasant. Once you're pleasant, you're not satisfied that with that, you will want profoundness of experience. Then you make your life profound. If it's pleasant and profound, you'll have no need to do anything. If something is needed, you will do it. If nothing is needed, you can sit here joyfully. What's the problem? I've heard you talk about before that we become our own issues and that part of your work is to try to help people stop being their own issue. I, I don't know many people that, again, wake up and think, I'm going to try to get my own way today. So why, why does that happen? See, that is happening mainly because the moment you identify yourself with something that you are not, when I say something that you are not, are you Italian? I'm not. You're not. No, no, which nation are you from? From Canada. So the identity goes like this, it starts with your body, then it becomes your gender, then it becomes family, then it becomes society, then it becomes community, then it becomes race, religion, nationality, like this it goes on. Apart from that, you get identified with the clothes that you wear, about I am identified with my hair, you lack of hair, whatever <laughs> I'm saying, every damn thing that you touch, you get stuck to it or it gets stuck to you. I want you to imagine your life, everything that you have touched till now in your life, people and things, let's say all of them are heaped up over you. How burdensome will life be? You cannot even move. That's exactly what's happened to people because they are identified with so many things. Whatever you identify with, your intellect always tries to protect that. If you just tell yourself, I'm Canadian, I'm Canadian, I'm Canadian. After that, suddenly your emotions are in that direction, it may not be manifest. If you just see one piece of cloth which we call as flag, tears will come to you. Hello? You're willing to fight, you're willing to die for it. This is the way the construct of human societies is based on identity. What yoga means is, the word yoga does not mean twisting and turning and uh, <laughs> appearing like a leftover noodle. All right? Yoga means union. Union means to become one with everything. Becoming one with everything is not your or my philosophy. You're breathing, right? I'm checking again one more physiological parameter. You're breathing? I am. That's very good. <laughs> so, if you're breathing, what it means is you're becoming one with the atmosphere around you. What you exhale, the trees are inhaling. What they exhale, you're inhaling. Literally one half of your lungs is hanging out there on the tree. How come you don't see it? Because your psychological process has overtaken your existential process. Otherwise, is it difficult for any human being to see this? When they breathe, they understand they're one with everything. If you close it, you will die. Is it very difficult to understand this? Everybody knows this, but their nonsense in their head is overruling everything else. Their own thoughts and emotion has become larger than the cosmos. 
more significant than the cosmos. That is the whole problem. So the moment you're identified with something, your intelligence is hijacked. It has become a prejudiced intelligence. Because of this, you become an impediment in your own life. There are thousand challenges in the world, but you should not be the problem, isn't it? In your life, if you're not the problem, you will become a solution to the world. This is all yoga means, that you are never the problem. Your body, your mind never comes in your way. They are the stepping stones upon which you must climb, but unfortunately they have become quicksands into which people sink, and their whole life is dedicated to take care of their bodily and psychological needs, everything. Just look at this. The whole society is structured like this, to take care of their food, their sexuality, their psychological needs, their entire life is structured on this. This is a crippled humanity.